Hi, so I was like recording this morning and I like went on this whole tangent and I don't know, I feel like I just kept telling small story after small story and never like getting to the point of everything I wanted to talk about. But I don't know, basically I've just like had a lot on my mind and I'm feeling overwhelmed with school and like my homework just because I like purposely procrastinated and I don't know I just haven't been motivated especially like the last two weeks to stay on top of everything with school mostly because I think I just like moved and that like threw me off or I don't know like and my it's affecting my schedule and like my energy with like I'm further away from work so I'm like having to drive back and forth compared to before and I don't know like I find I think it just like finally hit me but I guess I handled it all right like I got through it and I did my assignment and everything's fine but what like came of it or one of the things that came out of this whole thing and within the last two days um was I went down this weird rabbit hole where, like, I was looking at the archive messages on my Facebook account. And it's so weird because, like, sometimes for fun, I will look at the archives. Even though it's the same stuff, like, it's never anything new, you know. But I guess it's just, like, nostalgic and... I'll forget that some of it's there. Some of the conversations I've had with people. Not that it's anything all that special, but it's just interesting to see who I've talked to over the years, you know? Anyways, one of the people who, like, comes up where... Like, it wasn't even a conversation. Like, they sent me something and then I responded and that was it. Like, it shows that they never even looked at it. Which, I don't know, I think maybe they did, but they didn't open the message. They could just see what I said and then decided to, like, I don't know, not use that account or block me or just ignore me. I don't think they blocked me, though. Maybe they did, whatever. Anyways, this person was one of my first boyfriends and... Like, the weird thing about it, not that it's, like, all that weird or anything, it's... Um, I don't know, we dated when I was, like, 17, 18 years old. They were, like, maybe 23, 24. It wasn't, like, I think the only significant thing is that I felt like they were one of my first boyfriends. And, like, he lived close enough where, like, we could hang out whenever we wanted, pretty much. And he had a car, and... I don't know if they were working, though. Like, I think he was kind of, like, a loser. If it... if You know, if that's shocking to anyone. <laughs> but I didn't seem that way because, like, obviously being this, like, super young trans girl and just starting my transition, because I was, like... It was my senior year of high school. And I did... Had just started, like, presenting the way I wanted to. I wasn't on hormones yet, so... It was all kind of iffy. But to have someone this asshole sorry like 
you were reckless. Anyways, um, yeah, just to have someone, like, pay attention to me the way he did and, like, actually be respectful and caring was, like, completely was, yeah, what, I don't know, it's just, like, I wanted that and I expected it, but I was, like, beginning to think it wasn't gonna happen, so it was, like, super nice to have it for that moment and... I don't know. It was still so, like... It's just cringe to think back on it. But... Not that it was, like... I don't know. I It's just weird. Like, I met their parents pretty early. Like, m- one month into dating. And I'm like, isn't it way too soon? Like, I don't even know if I'm 100% comfortable being around you. How are you, like, pushing me to have dinner with your parents but I did and it was like so awkward and literally one of the most awkward thing dinners I've ever had and that's why I remember it like literally we just sat around nobody talked or like there was an effort of like small talk here and there but it's just so awkward like the person I was dating their mom was nice but their dad was just so... I don't know really what to think of him. Like, it was also brief and weird. Anyways, um... Then... Like, I just kind of... I was like, at the time, you know? I don't know. It's like, it was 2011, 2012. It was 2012. Like, everything felt so new and so... And somewhat different. Like... I feel like at the time in this area... Like, ten years ago, it was... Literally ten years ago. That's insane. <laughs> I was... I don't know. It's just like, obviously, I was one of the few trans girls in the area. And... I was, like, get over any time I, like, was on any dating social media thing. I got more attention than I wanted, really. Like, I was overwhelmed with it. But also, it wasn't the most positive attention. Anyways, because of that, there was always some temptation. Like, I never took my boyfriend... I never took having a boyfriend as seriously as I should have at the time but also because I knew I wanted to go to fashion school I think I had already been accepted like early in the winter I got accepted like I was one of the early acceptances or whatever and so I knew I was going to move to LA I knew I was going to go to fashion school and so I was like why would I get into a long-term serious relationship with someone in this area especially in an area I want to leave like get me out of here and funny enough 10 years later I'm back here which is pretty depressing like am I ever gonna get out of here hopefully but anyways um yeah back to the person I was dating um like I guess I'm trying to be gender neutral Because I don't want to 
be like offensive or just disregard them because they transition as well which was shocking to me because I think within six months to a year after breaking up I want to say six yeah six months about six months like they oh my god Sorry, I'm like driving and people are being stupid. But anyways, um, yeah, like within six months, they reached out to me and said something along the lines like, I'm happy we spent the time together that we... Did someone honk at me? What the fuck? I'm happy that they, they said, I'm happy we spent the time together that we did because it helped me realize who I really am and I was like motherfuck well first of all I didn't even realize who it was because I didn't recognize them and I was like who is this girl and I was like I don't remember her like who the fuck is this and I looked through their photos and then fully realized who it was and at the time I was kind of just like I didn't really know what to take how to take it obviously I took it personally in a way where I made it more about me than it like ever really was you know especially because I've come to learn that this person is pretty narcissistic and it's just very doesn't necessarily like other women and is very competitive and insecure and so and then based on how we broke up too like I didn't think they were reaching out with good intention or to like break you know like with an olive branch or anything like that it was just kind of like to rub it in my face like hey I'm trans too and I can try And do it better than you. Which, to her credit, I feel like she's gone way further in her transition. But, like, not to be... Not to put her down or be conceited, you know, anything like that. But, I think when it comes down to it, I, like, have always had naturally androgynous and feminine features. My voice may not be the most feminine. And, obviously, it gets me, like, clogged. Like, I've had enough guys approach me and then completely reject me or walk off because after listening to me talk, they're, like, completely shocked, disgusted, whatever. Like, I've seen enough of those reactions. But anyways, like, looks-wise, I just was, like, there's no way, like, we just, we don't compare. We're, like, on different fields and... I don't know what they're trying to get out of this. Like, we're obviously not going to be friends. Like, I don't want to be friends. Unless she would have apologized to me and started off that way. And then led into, like, I'm transitioning. Like, this is what's going on. Maybe we can be friends. Maybe not. But I just wanted to reach out. Like, I don't know. It was just more like... I don't... I think they reached out in a way to like make it more about like a shock factor thing and maybe like a slap in the face which I took it as a slap in the face where 
But also, I was like, whatever, I'm just going to ignore this. Because I think she also had reached out, like, two or three times. And I, like, remember having a conversation with her because we I came across her on a dating app. And that's where I think she originally messaged me. And then she had sent me this message on Facebook. And by the time I saw the message on Facebook, I was like, oh, we already had this conversation. And so I kind of just, like, said something petty along the lines where, like, my close friend at the time had told me, I think your boyfriend wants to transition. Maybe she wants to be like you. And I kind of disregarded that. Like, I guess there were signs, but I never took it. I never fully looked into it, you know. Because, like, it wasn't the best relationship. They were just, like, needy and a little bit just over irrational, like, emotional. And I got bored with it, but then I didn't want to hurt their feelings and break up with them. So I just kind of started doing whatever I wanted and not telling them obviously until I finally got fed up and I was like yeah we're breaking up I'm over it but I don't know it's just I was young and immature and not as considerate you know not that I wasn't appreciative and I did realize you know what what was happening you know where like I felt lucky and I knew like some it was rare for like for someone to want to openly date me and also introduce me to their parents and just be as into me as they might have been I it was just it was a positive thing to have that experience but it wasn't with the best person is what I'm trying to say you know Anyways, I, like, looked through her Facebook again because for a long time, I remember the last time I looked through, her socials weren't really active or maybe I didn't look far enough into it. And at this point, she was like, oh my god, there's so many. Oh, never mind. They're okay. Um, someone's, like, selling these, like, sculptures or I don't know if they're piggy banks or whatever but they're cute anyways um what was I saying I don't know I forgot but oh yeah like at some point I realized oh like right away into her transition she like started working in the like adult entertainment industry and she got in it pretty heavy where like she was pretty successful and like was able to like make good money off of it based on what I see you know I don't know the logistics or if she had another source of income or any details you know but based on what I can see on social media it seems like she did well for herself and I just don't want to name her because her name's really tacky and then also it's really not my business to put her identity out there 
Like I As soon as she I saw that this was her name Her chosen name I've always Seen I've seen her as that name Since then And I let go of The name she used When we were dating obviously But it was just crazy And I do think Like going down the rabbit hole And looking through her social media I like didn't realize the journey she went on and looking back when I did encounter her like popping up on stuff it was easy for me to disregard her because I was like how tacky like she's gone very much down a route that hasn't appealed to me and I know how the realities of it and like the downside of the entertainment industry and sex work and whatever but at the same time I like kind of just thought it was ironic or some kind of karma because when we broke up and I was still what like 18 years old and before I moved to LA and because I was very like I kind of just like stopped caring about the relationship and broke up with her when I was like annoyed one day um she was like what she said to me was no one's ever gonna love you no one's ever gonna appreciate you like what you have with me is rare and you'll never find it again from now on anyone you meet Anyone who says they want to date you or be with you is only ever going to use you. And that's all that's ever going to happen to you. People are only ever going to use you. And you're going to regret this, basically, you know. And that's not word for word. I'm sort of just, like, paraphrasing. But at the time, I kind of was like, obviously, they're pissed off and they're trying to hurt me. And I'm not going to take this seriously, like... It's so obvious, you know. But over the years, as that very thought came true, where, like, the majority... I know not all guys were bad or evil or, you you know, had malintentions with me, but because the majority were very awful those words were ringing in the back of my head or like yeah like I would hear them over and over again on some bad days where I'm like this is so true like why is my life so fucked up and it doesn't matter how nice I am how attentive I am how useful I try to make myself to men and available they're all just treating me awful and I just like wanted this fairy tale of like having a sweet nice boyfriend who was gonna pretty much take care of me and be supportive of me and help me achieve my goals and dreams or whatever and that was never really gonna happen because I was like caught up in this stupid fantasy where like I should have just taken the power I had within and used that to, like, you know, like, 
push myself to try and get my goals and further along my transition for myself and not anyone else you know like I really struggled with all of that and um I don't know it's just crazy to think about all that because that obviously like I could have easily forgotten about this one person I dated but because they said something that like stuck with me for so long it was always tempting like maybe once a year to like look them up and see what they were up to and see and you know compare my life to theirs because in a way we both started to go down this journey of you know being a trans woman and being from the same area I guess basically well not really but yeah whatever (laughs) but anyways this last time I did it it was literally the other day it was kind of just like harrowing like I feel like I'm still in a place where I'm trying to work on myself and better myself so that I can better like get to the next step so that I can get closer to reaching my goals and doing all this for myself but I'm still working on it like I'm still trying to get there and I know there's no shortcut so I'm just taking it day by day and doing what I can but um, this person's life I feel like they catapulted straight so much further ahead into the point where like if you're catapulting yourself what how are you like where are you gonna end when you might go at a further distance and in much faster obviously you're gonna be much faster i i don't know why i'm trying to do this analogy but like obviously if you're being catapulted you're gonna like smash into something and it's gonna be destructive And I guess that's kind of the route their life went. And and it just made me not, like, even feel like, oh, my God. Like, I'm so glad my life is where it is now and their life is shit. Or not that her life is shit, but, like, they really, like, they went and had surgery and it went horrible, I guess. Where, like, they have all these complications and then they're having to have surgeries to repair that and then recover from those surgeries. And they, like, even feel worse about themselves. And now they can't even rely on sex work and the adult entertainment industry because they've had this botched surgery and their bodies all... I don't know what's going on with their body, but obviously there's a lot to fix. And obviously it's like when you see that, do you really want to further wish someone ill will? No. Or like, do you, I want to glow and does that make me feel good? No. Like, it's just things, it puts things into perspective where I was like, I was also trying to go down that fast route where like, there was a brief moment where I thought maybe sex work or, you know, just bagging a guy with money would have really helped me and get further ahead in such a shorter span of my life. 
But I don't think I was ever going to be able to achieve that. It was never really going to happen with me without something very destructive and damaging happening. Like, the cons would be ha- would have been much worse, you know. And it's kind of weird that, like, something like that happens where it's like, yes, I can be superficial, shallow, and materialistic, and just use a guy for his financial status while at the same time he's using me for my body and sexuality and ultimately not even respecting me or seeing me as a person you know but and then they're getting what they want and I'm getting what I want so it's like why wouldn't that work out and is it really that difficult to do that no not necessarily but I don't think I have like what it takes to do it because I'm such a sensitive person that all of that was, like, basically destroying me. Like, I was literally falling apart from being around the wrong people. So, at some point, you know, I had to, like, change route and avoid all that. And I feel like it's come more to a head now where it's, like, men will still approach me, obviously, and I'm kind of, like, no thanks, like, I don't want to partake in any of that, and I want to, like, do it myself, because obviously that's the most safe, that's the safest way for me, like, I unfortunately don't ever think a guy's ever really gonna do anything That no guy I don't think I'm ever going to come across is going to be so selfless and so loving and considerate towards my journey and everything I've gone through that they're just going to be like, hey, like, don't worry about this. I'll do this for you in regards to, like, my transition or something I really want in life. Like, the older I got, the more I realized know it's better it's obviously the best solution is the best option is to rely on myself rely on myself and be independent because all these guys aren't ever going to care about me to the the way I should be cared for and looked after you know and it's not like I expect a guy to ever do everything for me and just pay my way through life like I don't want ever to feel guy that I don't ever sorry I came and talked I don't want guys to ever feel like I'm just this weight or like this leech because I'm not you know there's so much to me and I can contribute a lot and I want any relationship that I'm in to be meaningful and beautiful And I want us to lean on each other and help each other grow as people. And I don't know. It's just like I always want something to be one of a kind. And like I said, beautiful. Like no relationship relationship is ever going to be perfect and and be problem free, you know. But I don't know. It's just crazy to see, you know, how destructive and toxic 
going down the route where the male gaze is heavily there, like male presence, male authority, male the dependence on male financial status. Male does any of this make sense anymore? Like depending on men for your financial well being, it's just very scary. And, like, I applaud the girls who can do it. And I know for the most part, it's a lot of cis women. Because they're able to, like, mother the children of these men. And cook and clean for them. These guys feel like it's, you know, worth their time to do that. But I've constantly had guys say to my face. I would do anything for a cis woman. Like, I would do anything for a pussy. Like, I would definitely work full-time, two jobs even, overtime, whatever, like, to get a cis girl whatever she wanted to be happy with me. But when it comes to you, you're not worth that. You don't have a vagina. You're not... you're trans so that's always going to make me look bad people in society are always going to question me you're not helping my place in society like I care what people think and you devalue me being in a relationship devalues me and that's what guys have constantly said or just heavily implied you know so I've always like had to live with that where I'm like is there ever gonna be a cool guy that I'm with who doesn't care about any of that or like do I have to completely like leave this area to find someone who's even decent you know and doesn't care about the rules of society and what people think of him and that it's a bad thing that we're together and it's a shameful thing you know and I don't know whatever Like, it just, obviously, seeing my ex and everything they've gone through and all their posts and all the photos they take, I just, you know, looking at them, I'm like, I never really got to fully know them, so I don't know everything about them, but it's so crazy to see how everything's turned out and how open they are about their lives now. Because for me, even then, like, comparing myself, not that I'm trying to, like, but when it comes to, you know, um, what I share online compared to what they're sharing online, it's so scary to me, it's so scary to me to be so fully vulnerable and open online because the few times I've done that, People just have ignored me or not really cared, you know. Because I think the internet is just so chaotic. There's all this different content, all these different voices. You never know what you're going to get, what's happening. And people are never going to be looking at it from a perspective of compassion and empathy, you know. Because I think a lot of time, times people, when people are online on social media, they're just 
looking for entertainment. Like, they're never looking for the sad, real, and raw content that some people put out there, you know. But anyways, um, it's just interesting to think about it all, like... I know for sure if I, like, continue to try to do sex work, I would at some point end up dead. Like, not that I felt totally in harm's way of other people, but I think it just would have, like, affected my mental health so severely that it would have been harder to, like, live my life. Not that it's as shameful as it used to be either because I'm like sex work is work whatever like so many people do it and so many people sell out to their sexuality and the male gaze the female gaze like nowadays I can't open social media without seeing some attractive guy dancing on there pretty much whether they're gay or straight like now they're hypersexualizing themselves in the way women were in the beginning when it came to online you know I feel like the focus has always been on women it's still primarily on women but now there's a new shift where like there's a heavy flow of guys doing it as well and I don't know it's just crazy like even to look back at my webcam days Whenever I was in Cami and I was just kind of browsing, looking at other people to look for inspiration or, yeah, mostly just, like, to see what's out there and rip off anyone else's, like, tactics and styles or, like, ideas of what I could be doing. Uh, You know, like, anytime I came across guys, they were obviously the main people watching them were not women even if they were straight the main people watching them and paying for their services were other men and whether they felt comfortable or not with it they have to like accept that because otherwise they weren't gonna make a substantial money from it you know so I don't know it's just weird that there's been a shift like that and you know when you really think about it and then then there's still this like huge heavy wave of misogyny and that people now are like so blatant about it where it's like I don't know it's just There's a nuance about it, and I can't fully explain it right now, but, um, something is afoot, and people don't want to accept, I feel, their internalized misogyny, and how it affects the way they treat women in general, you know? But anyways, um, I don't, or I don't know, I just, it's something I'm just pointing out because I see it online, and whether it's online or not, I think because it is online, people are much more callous about it, and they're like, well, I don't mean anything too serious, or like, 
it's not that deep kind of situation. But you don't know how the energy and the words and the way you interact with people, how that affects people and what, how, you know, how that truly affects them and how they will carry that further into their life, you know. Because we're all in different places in our lives. And I don't know, I guess what I'm saying really is there's no reason to be vicious or cruel or, you know, careless towards other people. And yeah, like it's not always going to be serious and it's not always going to... People being jerks doesn't really mean anything sometimes, you know? But I don't know. Like, even with my ex, like, looking at their posts, like, sometimes they would literally copy and paste messages they received from their male fans or patrons. And obviously, it was, like, some creepy sexual message. But instead of, like, posting a screenshot, they copied and pasted it. So, it's, like, was it really copy and paste? Like... And why do it this way? Why not just post a screenshot and then say, oh, look at this. But I don't know. I guess maybe because they respected this, these people's anonymity, anonymous identities, whatever, privacy. They respected these, the guy's privacy enough to only like copy and paste a message and leave the rest. I don't to see this and like them complain about it then later on it's like what do you expect like that's really the reality of when you're putting sex work out there especially content like you're only gonna really get one main response from these men who are consuming your content and It's not like anything heartfelt or nice or flattering, really, what these guys are saying. A lot of them are just horny. And then later on, they're going to be like, that was stupid or delete it, you know, in their own self-disgust. But I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, I keep saying that, but it was just a trip to, like... Open up up these archives and then click on her profile and then see that she has been active as of recently. And then, I don't know, all these memories came rushing back. And then seeing everything they've gone through, especially regarding not just, like, to their sex work and um, their botched gender-confirming surgery... Gender confirmation surgery? Yeah, that's it, right? And see the struggles they're going through that with that, you know, it's like it bums me out because like in a way I was tempted to reach out and offer, you know, some kind of solitude. Or, you know, just like a nice thought, but it's like 10 fucking years later like why would I do that that's like insane 
And I don't know. It's just like. Food for thought I guess. Like. I've talked enough. Now I'm like. I've tired myself out. But yeah. If you've gotten this far. Thank you. I appreciate you listening. And yeah. I'll catch you on the flip side.